Hello Rockers and Mercuryans. Rock Mercury here. Welcome to the Rock Mercury podcast. Okay, I'm having some, um, it's like a pizza style rice in a way. It's rice and amaranth on the bottom. Then I put pizza toppings on top of it, which is like red onions, Kalamata olives, um, Rayo's um, sauce with some rosemary, thyme, um, red bell pepper, I think I said that, I don't know, um, and I just baked it, and I figured, you know, why not try that as pizza, since I love pizza so much, but dough is not always the best thing to eat, because it's, like, a lot of wheat is not good for the digestive tract, and it's just a lot of processedness, so, my first time trying it, I don't know how it's gonna be, um, but I'm also drinking some green juice with it, I was gonna just sit and watch some YouTube, but I was like, no, I've been off after being banned from from um from tiktok for like what a week i figured it was um time i might as well come on here and use all the time i can when i'm not banned and i want to talk about something a few things but one of the things is a video i just watched about um about candace owens opinion on um on the, the Black Mermaid, you know, like on the new the new Little Mermaid with Chloe, with um Bailey, Holly ba Haley Bailey, who I love and I've done commercials with. She's amazing to work with, very professional. Um, she's one of Beyonce's icons that she's been um, mentoring. Love, love, love her. Oh my gosh, you guys, I think I just did my hair. My hair's with my hands a little bit shea buttery. So I don't know if I can open this jar. My sister's the strongest person on earth. And she, she like, um, tighten this and I don't know if I can open it I don't know especially with the shea butter oh I think I'm screwed I think I am I don't know what I'm gonna do I don't know how I'm gonna open this you guys oh my gosh she got me she got me y'all this is the uh, mouse pad I used to use remember y'all remember you used to use mouse pads um, anyway I'm putting this putting this food on there because it's kind of hot still oh my gosh I don't know if I'm gonna be able to open this drink <laughs> I'm telling you, I call my sister She-Hulk. I'm like, girl, you be having too much strength. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God, I got it open. I got it open. Oh goodness. So this is the green drink she made. <laughs> it's very healthy. Lots of greens in there. See, it, if the drink doesn't separate, it's probably not healthy for you. Probably has fillers and all kinds of stuff. So it's good that it was separate, separated. Now I mixed it. Oh my gosh, Angel is laughing at me. Angel said the notifications are working. Yeah, it's high rock. Thank you, Angel. I'm so glad they're working. TikTok is finally in my favor for a moment. Let's not hold our breath. Hopefully this conversation about the Little Mermaid won't get us suspended again. <laughs> but I don't really have anything bad to say. I mean, I love Haley Bailey, Holly Bailey, um, and Chloe Bailey. I love them both. I think they're both icons their their voices are from the heavens um i don't even need to compare them to beyonce i don't understand why people do that beyonce supports them so i just i leave it at that you know they're, they're their own people and i'm very happy for her to be the little mermaid but um candace owens made a good point she made a good point is that the original the original little mermaid is white and has red hair and the red hair community, the ginger community, is, it's a minority. Like, it's very rare to have red hair. It's not a normal thing that 
it's not like it's not like a lot of people have it. Like I think red hairs are beautiful. Red hair people are gorgeous. I've there's, there's been quite a few of them who I've had very big crushes on. Um very big <laughs> crushes on who I thought were super hot. Um and so like I don't have anything against red hair people. Um and I'm not even I don't know why I even said that, but I feel like you have to be extra careful with anything you say nowadays. But yeah, I don't. Like I think red people are red hair people are very beautiful. Um but I understand what Candace is saying. Like, why can't they get this movie? Why can't they be the red hair person in the Disney movie? You know? Like, why not? By the way, this is vegan. Somebody said the animals deserve to live. I do believe the animals deserve to live. But right now we're talking about Disney's Little Mermaid. Mmm. That's very tasty. Okay. Amaranth wild rice with pizza toppings. I put some olive oil on there to toast it a bit. Tastes like pizza. The texture is more, a little more mushed. Mmm. Okay. I'm happy with this. Very happy with this. Enough seasoning too. So, anyway, basically what she was saying is uh, they're just going out their way to make everything different. Everything has to be black or or whatever. And I get what she's saying, but let's not pretend as if Halle Bailey can't sing. Halle Bailey doesn't know how to sing. She has no idea how to sing, but she knows how to sing with the A and G. She could sing anybody under the table. And so Ariel needs to sing. It's a musical. And I think the vocals that Halle Bailey is going to give are worth her not being white and redhead, red ginger. I mean, there's some whitehead, red, red ginger people who are like, um, white, redhead, ginger people who are, who can sing amazingly, I'm sure. But Holly Bailey is already a star and she looks beautiful in this movie. So I'm, I'm happy, I'm happy to see it no matter what. But I do understand what Candace Owen says. I get it. I get what she's saying. Like, can't they get a movie too? This is the one thing they had. What is a character that is a redhead character out there? Like, I don't know that any of the characters. Especially in Disney. So, shout out to my gingers out there. Contrary to South Park beliefs, gingers do have souls. And they deserve to have movie roles. So, I'll leave it at that. Francis says, do you like Candace Owens? Mm -mm. I don't like Candace Owens. I love Candace Owens. I love her and I've told her that. She's amazing. She's the voice of our generation. And I'm very thankful for her contribution and her bravery to even speak about what she speaks about. Francis says, hi, Rock. I've missed seeing you. Thank you. Good to see you. That guy says, animals deserves to live. I already answered that one. T. Brown says, hey, Rock. Good to see you. Good to see you too, T. Brown. Thank you for coming by for lunch. Um... Ranger says, I like your shirt. Well, gotta get a good wheel. $4 or $5, something like that. It's a cute sweater. To the back of it. I just did a little video where I show off the shirt, the pants, and my shoes. I'm gonna be wearing these again for my walk. They're very comfortable. Um... I'm excited for it. 
Amanda says, you're too cute. Thank you, Amanda. Angel, Angel says, Rock, is that pizza? Well, it's not pizza, but it's like a healthier version of pizza. Like I put wild, wild rice and amaranth my sister made me. And I put the pizza toppings on top of it. Because <laughs> I figured that's like a healthy way to have what I want. Which I wanted pizza. But now I have like the, the, the amaranth. Because amaranth is very digestible. So is wild rice. So I'm like, let me go ahead and just live my life. I got some Kalamata olives, red onions, red bell pepper, um, vegan cheese. Mm. Real sauce. Mm. Thank you, T. Brown. T. Brown says, the shoes you bought yesterday, yes. Mm-hmm. I got it from Ross. Mm-hmm. Mmm. As Dub says, where is the papaya? Is what I want to know. I almost bought one yesterday, but on the way back from Ross, I wanted to get home because my sister was making French toast. And so I had to I rushed home. I was like, let me get to the papaya later. So I'll probably get it today or tomorrow, I'm not sure. Um Hope you're doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you, S-Dubs. Hope you're doing well as well. Madad um, Sports says, thoughts on candy corn? Um, it's pretty, but I don't think it's edible. But I like the aesthetics of candy corn. I'm here for the aesthetics, but I don't think it should be eaten. At all. If I'm not mistaken... Candy corn has gelatin in it. Let me see. Let me make sure. Before I start saying stuff that's not true. Mm. Candy corn ingredients. Ingredients. Okay, here we go. Let's see what's in this candy corn. I'm scared. Ingredients are sugar, corn syrup, confectioner's glaze, salt, cocoa powder, hydrogenated palm kernel oil, mm. gelatin, honey, artificial flavor, sesame oil, yellow six, yellow five, red three, soy lechin, blue one, and red 40. Yikes. Yikety yikes. So the gelatin part is the part that really bothers me. Everything else is bad too, but the gelatin part is literally just leftover pieces of animals, the hooves, the toes, the other like bones and stuff and they just boil it all down to make a gelatinous mixture that they use for candies and then they make it all pretty like look at this pretty mango flavored candy look at it so tasty don't you want to eat me no i don't want to eat you i don't want to eat anything gelatin like it's just the leftover animal pieces like people think it's vegan like candy's vegan candy isn't vegan some of it is but not that one so mm -mm. If you see gelatin, spelled G-E-L-A-T-I-N, run. Be a runner, be a track star. You gotta go. You gotta run from it. You gotta throw it away. Um, And please don't give that candy out to kids. They don't know better for Halloween. Um, that's why we're giving juice boxes out and pretzels. Hope no kids throw like eggs at us. 
Like, we want candy. What are these pretzels? What are these juice boxes? Ah! But our kids over here are really rich. These are rich kids in this area, so they need to, they should be more respectful, I hope. I don't know, that's not always the case. Um, Angel says, OMG, LOL, you're wearing the zip down pants. I am, the ones that zip all the way down to the base. All the way down, it's craziness. Um, Chef Abby says, hello. Hello, Chef Abby. Ranger says, you don't like making or have pizza with the, with the dill with the deal with broccoli what in the world i don't know what that means but no i don't like broccoli broccoli is not my favorite thing at all it tastes disgusting i don't even understand people who like broccoli i'm like do you have to imagine deliciousness mm -mm. can't stand it i only eat it if it's the only thing available like it's already on my plate i don't like wasting food so i'll like I'll put it down if I have to, just to not waste, but dang, I hate it. I would never order it, I would never buy it. Um, Miss Virgo says, I'm going to Ross today looking for coats. Yes, Miss Virgo. Now, Miss Virgo, I did see some cool coats in the clearance section. Go straight to the clearance section. You never know what you can find, first of all. Second of all, you might want to go to Goodwill or Salvation Army. The coats are amazing. As long as you get a coat that you can wash, you're good. You know, even if you have to, even if you have to dry clean it, cheaper than buying like a really expensive coat. Everything I bought from Goodwill would have been so expensive new, but I got it all for under $80. And every piece would have been around $80. Well, some of them, most of the pieces. Miss Virgo says, I'm going away on cloud. Mm. Couldn't relate, says, get jelly belly candy corn flavored. That's literally gelatin. And I'm not interested. This, wait, Lewis says, do you believe climate change is real? You know, if you asked me that a few years ago, I would immediately say, of course it is. But, I mean, the climate changes. This world needs to be every, where, where you're sitting right now, where, you, where your house is, where you live, used to be covered in lava, molten lava for millions of years. And then it was covered in snow for millions of years too. So I just don't know. I really don't know. And I feel like the, the left and the liberals... I'm not, not that I'm saying that I like, I'm against liberals. I don't care what people believe because it's all politics are just made to divide people. So I'm not trying to go like liberals against conservatives. I don't care. I don't care about either one. But I do feel like there's a liberal agenda and then there's a conservative agenda. I don't know which one's right or wrong. Don't care. But I do feel like the liberal agenda is like the in the head front right now. And they're trying to utilize climate change as a way to like put fear into people, it seems. Um, it seems very, like, very tricky, very, um, manipulative. So, and they're blaming people. Like, I don't have an issue with people saying, like, oh, it's your, it's your fault for climate change. Meanwhile, the corporations are the main ones creating the pollution that's destroying the world or affecting our air that we're breathing. We can't deny that there is literally islands of trash in the ocean. 
we can't deny that there's smog so thick that people have to wear masks in China and other places. We can't deny that. Um, I, we also can't deny that there is a, a technology used by the U.S. government called HARP, H-A-R-P, that can control the weather or adjust and, and manipulate the weather. We can't deny any of this. And that's, that's information that's out there. So, I don't know. I don't care. I'm just trying my best to live my life and eat my pizza and make some art, make my new music. I just, I can't, you guys. I really have tried, but I can't. But I'm using my reusable straw, baby. Save the turtles until tomorrow when I use a plastic straw. Because I use both of them, I don't really care. But today we're saving the turtles. Mm. Chef Abby says, my neighbor gave out toothpaste and toothbrushes. Ooh. <laughs> That's actually really smart because those kids are gonna need toothpaste and toothbrushes after they eat all that candy and rot out their teeth. So that's really sweet of them to do that. I'm sure the kids were pissed off. I'm sure the kids were like, we already have this. Like, why would you do this to us? Like we came to your home and knocked on your door and this is what we get? Is this the thanks that I get for knocking on your door? Is it my fault that all of you I can't, I can't even go that way. Um, it's too many explicits, but I'm sure the kids were very mad at your neighbor, but I'm sure the parents were like, thank you, you know? Indian lady says, your name is, your name is Indian lady. That's the, that's the username, Indian lady. Shout out to all my Indians, you know? Shout out to all of them. I'm not talking about Native Americans. I'm talking about Indians from India. And we need to stop calling Native Americans Indians because that is so disrespectful. I don't even care if they accept it. Because it's just, I already went through this already, but how are you going to come to a different country? Think you're in India because you got lost, Columbus or whoever the heck did this. And then you call them Indias, Indians. And if we just stick with it, even though they're Native Americans and they have all their tribal names, I don't understand how we've let this happen. Like even, they say Native Indians on like, on where you fill out paperwork and it says like, what's your race? I can't. Like, no. It's so offensive. And my family is Cherokee. Like, not Cherokee Indian, Cherokee Native American. So it's like, what? I just don't get how we, I just, it makes me so upset. Anyway. How did I get on that? How did I even talk? What, what was I saying that you got me to that? I don't even know. Whatever. Let's continue. Next thing. Hello from Indian lady. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Indian lady says, hello from Alabama. <laughs> new to your, new in your life. Okay. Indian lady. Hello. Hope you're having a great time in Alabama. Um, and shout out to Alabama. Thank you for coming to my live. Thank you for being new. I sent, put some random thing on here. What are these random words you said? I, I, U, A, A. Somebody, they just put random letters and words. I don't get that. Murder, Murdex says it's getting chilly down here. It's cold here too. It's definitely cold. That's why I have my sweater weather, baby. 
Um, Prince Magnificent says, hello. Hello, hello. Angel says, you said Indian lady. Oh, I, I was reading. Ooh, God. I was used, reading her username. Her username is Indian lady. So I was just reading it and responding to her. Steven says, can you cross your eyes? Probably. Angel says, that's how you got on the topic, lol. That's right, Angel, you're right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Prince Magnificent says, were you an extra in a movie? You look familiar. I'm famous, if I look familiar. Prince Magnificent said on Netflix, how do you call me an extra? Like, I would never be an extra. Like I always say, I'm the main event. And no matter if I have one line or zero lines, the main event. So, but yes, I was in that show you're talking about on Netflix. Shout out to Netflix for giving me some big old money. They threw the bag at me. I got that money for a few days of work. Well, I think I worked like, I've worked like a week or two weeks on that project for the little scenes I did. <laughs> Like such small scenes for I mean I literally worked for so long you guys like some of the days were like 14 hour long I'm like are you serious but it was fun Ryan Murphy like has a good set and we had he fed us well we ate some good old food we were chilling having a good old time um got no issue and I got paid Angel's laughing at me. <laughs> Lozano says the Jeffrey Dahmer scene was the best. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I was just happy to be in it. King James, thank you, King James, for the hand heart. Thank you. Murdex says small scenes are better than no scenes. That's right. I love how when you guys first started telling me that I was in that show, I thought you guys were trying to read me the field and say, "Oh, you look like a like a." Jeffrey Dahmer, like, serial killer, blah, blah, blah. Like, I thought you guys were trying to be mean to me. And so I kept denying it. Because I didn't, I forgot I even did it. I literally forgot. I've done so many projects and I worked so much. I literally forgot. So. Thank y'all for letting me know. Also, the movie didn't, it didn't have a name back then. When I first filmed it, there was no name for the project. It was like just a, ne a Netflix untitled project. So. That'll do it. That's all it said. So when it came out, I had no idea. I had nothing I can tell you guys. I had no idea. I was there for my money. I said, run me my check. Run me my check, Ryan Murphy. And he did. He ran me my check. And I ran to the bank. <clears throat> Um, it's Mane says, do you ever have non-vegan cravings? Honestly, I really don't. Like, mm -mm. no, because mm -mm. anything I want to eat, I can make vegan and I don't like dairy. I don't like meat. Like, I don't even like the texture or like this kind of like, I know you guys are going to see me in this show that's going to come out where I do eat dairy and meat in the show. 
it's a cooking show. I, I think it may be out already. I'm just putting it out there already because they messed up my order. They messed up my special, my, well, because of the nature of the show, they didn't make a vegan version. And if I didn't eat the food, which I immediately released, I won't say the words on here, but I did not digest that food. I'll say that. Um, I'll just leave it at that. But I have to do what I have to do to make sure that my scene made it into the show. So you're going to see that. It's a big show. So I don't think it's out already. I, I don't even know. I haven't watched it. We're supposed to have a watch party when it comes out. But it's like one of the biggest shows people watch. So um, you'll see me on there. I don't know what episode it is, but you'll see me on that show. But I told them I was vegan, but they just, they didn't make, they didn't, it wasn't that kind of show. Like it's competition. And so they couldn't make me my own situation. I was with like, I was at the, at the main table too. So this is rough. But I know people are going to be like, oh, that's Rock Mercury. And y'all caught me on these little shows. So this next show, you're, you're gonna see me because I talk on this show, and I'm on there a lot, on the episode, and so y'all are gonna see me and be like, "Oh, Rock Mercury's so hypocritical. Look at him not eating vegan food." Do, 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 do. I'm like, I was trying to make sure that I got my screen time and my publicity for all the work I did to even get on that show, and I was not about to lose it just so that I didn't, just so that I can like stand by whatever. I don't know. I was trying to get my money. Not my, not my money, but like my publicity at that point. Because, yeah, I was a, I was with a, a group of people in that table. You'll see. Y'all will probably tell me before I tell you that it comes out because I'm not even watching for it. I mean, my friend sent me the preview of the season that it's on. She said that like, oh, it's released. But I don't think it's airing yet. Like the preview's released, but I don't know if they're airing the actual episode yet. Hold on. Murdex says, wait, you're actually in the Dahmer series? I haven't checked it out. Yes, I am. I'm in it. Um, Angel says, oh, Rock, have you seen the TikToker that makes sand art in smart bottles? The small bottles. They're pretty cool. Mm. Sand art. Okay. Never seen them before. I've seen other other artists do bottle art with sand. I don't know this particular one on TikTok. The last one I saw was on Instagram. And I reposted it on my story. Mm. Prince Magnificent says, um, Ryan Murphy recycles most of his actors, LOL. A lot. Wait. Most of his actors a lot. Yeah. I work with Warren Murphy at least like six different times. At least. Probably more. So, he does recycle his people. And he, he remembers me every time I come. He remembers me. So, shout out to Ryan Murphy. Brent says, what are you eating? Um, I'm eating some wild rice pizza dish that I made. Like wild rice and amaranth pizza. <laughs> I'm trying to call it pizza, but it's not really pizza. But it's like pizza rice. Pizza rice, here we go. Anthony Swanson says, hey, Rock. Hello, Anthony. Mm. 
Joo. I want to go on a walk next. I really, really want to go on a walk next. I think I'm, I might take you guys on the walk with me, but I'm going to cut this live off and start again so I can go on a walk with you guys because I'm ready to get some nature, some nature moments. Mm. Angel says pizza rice. That needs a patent, LOL. Mm-hmm. Pizza rice. Pizza rice. Trademarked by Rock Mercury. Mm-hmm. Um, but this particular pizza rice has amaranth and wild rice in it, so it's a little more heartier than a regular rice. If people were to do it with white rice, it might not be as good. But this is delicious. This is absolutely really good. Um, Angel said, that's right, LOL, for real. T. Brown says, I wish I wasn't working today. Need a break. Take a break, T. Brown. I hate that we have to work so much in this life. Why can't we just live? No. They have us out here slaving, y'all. Not me, though. I used to be slaving. But, mm-mm. I own my company now. But I'll tell you what, even when you own your own company, if you don't pick your clients, you will end up working way harder than you work at any job. If you don't pick good clients that you enjoy to work with, that you really like appreciate and respect you, then you'll be just as stressed as a regular job. And I learned that the hard way. So I got rid of a lot of my clients um, who were just disrespectful to the process. And now I feel much more peace and now I have a much more selective process of who I work with going forward. Like I'm, I'm very client based. Like I need people who trust me and who I trust to work with. I recently blocked some ex people I used to work with. And it felt so good to just be done with that situation. It's like, okay, cool, I can close this chapter I'm just, I just, I felt the energy was off, you know, and people can blame you to say, oh, well, this didn't work out and you didn't do this and you didn't. It's like, what are you talking about? Like other people, people outside your business can be like, oh, well, you just walked away from that and you should have did this. You should have done that. Only you know what the business situation is. If you're being respected, if you feel good in your business relationship, whether it's your boss or your coworkers, clients. Follow your intuition. Follow it. Because if you don't, you're going to buy yourself misery and be miserable at your job every day. You know? And resent yourself. So, that's what I really feel. And sometimes it may not be that easy to like just walk away from certain situations because you have bills to pay and stuff. But at least make a plan to start shifting and evolving out of that position that makes you feel, you know, not supported or not, um, not respected in your work situation. OX Ambi says, right, so ghetto. It is the ghettoist. It's a ghettoist. Um, Elijah Santos 
his name? Elijah Santos says, where are you from? From Los Angeles. T. Brown says, I live to work. I love working too. I love, I mean, or you live to work in a bad, in a bad way of thinking. Like you work too much. I don't know. Like I love the work I do, but I don't like working with people who are not on the same frequency of, not even the same frequency, but just like a, a evolving and a momentous frequency of building and creating something substantial. They don't have to think the same way I do. In fact, I hope they don't think the, the way I do. I hope they bring something else to the table. But I'm telling y'all, there's some people who just see the work world as a place to be vicious and vile because that's the strong way to have a business or run a business. And I cannot work with those type of people. There's a lot of them. But mm -mm. it's those people who the people who separate personal life from work life so they can be all nice to their family and be a complete a-hole to their work people because it's work. No. Mm -mm. Balance it out. If you're going to be an a-hole, be an a-hole at both, at both places. At least you're consistent. But I don't think there's, I don't think there should be a separation. I think that if you have to separate it, then you have the wrong job. If you, if you have to be a different person at work, you probably need to leave that work. Because it's, it's not feeding your soul, and it becomes taxing to be somebody who you're not. Because hopefully, in your home, in your home, you're like enjoying it, enjoying your home space, and you feel comfortable in yourself. Why can't you feel comfortable in yourself in your job? You know? Jay Rose says, I love you, Rock. What you eating? Thank you. I'm eating pizza rice. <laughs> T. Brown says, yes, work too much. Yeah, I'm sorry, T. Brown. I'm so sorry that's happening. I hope that you can start um what's the word that you can start figuring out and planning out an exit strategy or a way to lower the amount of work you're doing so you can enjoy this life because this life is a one-time situation so we can't just wait till we retire when we're in our 80s or 70s i don't know how it works with that um but, like, you have to find a way to enjoy your life right away because any day can be the last. So, it's important to work out a strategy to get yourself out of that position if you feel like it's a consistent every week you're working too much every single week. Like, my mom, she works a whole lot, but she really loves what she's doing, like, really loves it. And she kind of enjoys the intensity of it. I work a lot too, but I just, I, I love what I'm doing and I work for myself. And I work on my companies that I am passionate about. So, if your situation is a space where you just really, like, you don't feel happy in it, there's nothing wrong with, like, brainstorming an exit strategy. You don't have to be reckless and be like, okay, I'm out of here. I'm peace out. I'm leaving today. You could do that, too. I'm not judging that. You could do that. But I like the idea of, like, having the security of your check. As you start thinking about, okay, what can I do next? How can I exit out of this respectfully um, to yourself? 
Um, if your company's not being respectful to you, then you don't have to tell them all the time. Because sometimes you tell them that you're going to be leaving soon, they'll, they'll fire you right away. So you don't always have to respect the company you work for. Nobody's nobody's forcing you to do a two weeks notice. It's it's like, it's, what do you call it, procedure? Like it's common procedure, common practice to do that. But you don't have to do that. And I, I suggest that some people don't do a two weeks notice because you don't know if your job is just gonna fire you last minute, like just right then. Then you then you your budget doesn't even it don't work out. Like you're like, I thought I, I thought I had two more weeks of a check and now I'm fired today. <laughs> Hold on. Ooh. TJ Trauma says, I absolutely have to separate work life from home life, but I'm a trauma physician. Ooh, wow. Wow. I need peace at home and a quiet mind. Yes, you do. Um, I do love your thought process, dear. Thank you so much, TJ, TJ Trauma. And that is an intense job to be a trauma physician. Wow, you definitely need to make sure you're recharging yourself every day and fueling yourself up. Keep staying hydrated. Um, but I, I, I'm guessing you love your job. I'm guessing I'm going to read that again. Absolutely. I absolutely have to separate work life from home life. But I'm, um, And when what you're saying, as being a trauma physician, yes, you may have to like tap into a different part of yourself to handle the trauma situations, but that doesn't mean that you definitely have to change who you are as a person when you're in that position. Like some people literally change their personality when they're into work, into the work zone. And that's the part that I feel like is going to wear on them over time. You can still be a trauma, trauma, sorry, trauma physician, but still be yourself in a way. But I don't know. That's a really tough job. That's a very good point though. I'm glad you said that. Damon says, Yes, my last job did that to me and fired me, and I didn't get to get the other job. Oop, that's some real stuff right there. You better have your security. That's really rough. That happens so often to people. Like they're trying to do the right thing and be like, "Oh, two weeks notice. Thank you so much for letting me be here two weeks." But they're thinking, two weeks. You're gonna try to take something from our company in this two weeks. Now your loyalty has been cut. Now we got to get you out of here for for a company security, you know? Like they, it's it's a liability to have somebody who's gonna be quitting in two weeks working for your company. It's a liability. I do the same thing for, for our own companies. If somebody asks me, I put the two weeks notice in? Mm-mm. They're out the door, they're out the door immediately. I may still pay them for that two weeks. But I need them out of my company right away. Same day. Because the loyalty is gone. I'm not mad at them. But they no longer work for the company in two weeks. And so they can be taking trade secrets or stealing from the company or doing whatever they want to do. Um, their work is not going to be the same type of work. It can be more reckless, which is going to reflect on me and my, and my company. Like... It's just better to part ways right away. You know, it's just better that way at that point because it's just, it leaves you suspended in a way. 
You just don't know what's gonna happen. TJ Trauma says, right, right, I get what you're saying completely. Yeah, because it's, like, some of some people have, like, really hardcore jobs, like, you know, being a mortician. A mortician, that's tough. But they can still, if they really love being a mortician, then it's a way to still be themselves as they're at work, even though their job is so, um, macaw. Is that the word? Macaw? I don't know if that's the right word I'm trying to use. Even though their, their work is very traumatic, I'll say that. So you go with the trauma therapist, um, tra sorry, the, the trauma physician. Um, they can still bring themselves to that job if, they, if they're doing what they love to do. But if, they, if they're doing it for money, they're like, I have to be a mortician because it's the only job I can find. Like I have, to change, I have to change myself just to be there and be able to process what I'm seeing. Then you probably need to find another job immediately because that's not a job that's for you. That's for your your temperament or your the way you see the world it can be very damaging over time to keep on having to shut off yourself for long hours that's people work eight ten hours a day like that's a lot of time to be somebody who's not you Yo, it's zero. Says, how would you describe your music in one sentence? Um, I would describe my music as free, freedom, and spot um music. Created freely from a liberated mind. Music created freely from a liberated mind. I do what I want to do in my music. It's my free space. I'm unapologetic about it. It's it's in its own realm. Um, I love what I do. Music is my music is my favorite thing to do. So it's it's just a free space. Like I don't. There's a reason I turned down all those record labels. Like, I wanted to do what I want to do. And some some people may not like it. They may think that it's just off or whatever they may feel. But it, it's from my soul. You know, it's my therapy. Kayla says, hey, friend. Hey, hey, hey. Um, TJ Trauma says, I don't understand why it's not mandatory process for employers to ensure there is zero... Retaliation. Retaliation when a two weeks notice is given. If someone has the respect to do so, their job should should be insured. You know, I do agree with you. I do get that in a way, but I would just find I would only like I would pay the person for the two weeks. That's something I would think I would do to to, to meet in the middle because I don't want that person working for me if they if they put a two weeks notice in. It depends on the reason too, it depends. If it's a reason because they're going on maternity leave, that's different. That means that's, they're, they're not going to a competing company. They're not like, you know, or if they're just going to retire, 
that's different. I would, they can stay there for two weeks, and we'll have a big party for them when they leave. Um, depending on how their relationship is with, with the company. <laughs> um, but but that's a different situation. But if they're leaving and transferring another to another job, get out of here immediately. Like you're not about to you're not about to like put my company in liability. It depends on why they're leaving. So I'll say that because I do agree that they should be if they give a two weeks notice, they should be secured their check at least because that's all they want. Like if they if they didn't have to work that two weeks and they got their, their check still, they're not gonna be mad. They're not gonna be like, oh, you fired me early. I have to go home the same day. They'll be like, okay, cool. I got my check. I'm good. Have a great life, you guys. Thank you. Peace. Well, so I can't have them in important meetings. I'm about to leave to another company. I'm eating pizza rice. Angel says, great response. Thank you, Angel. Devin says, here's a small loan of a million dollars. Thank you, Devin. Please cash up it to me, please. Cash up Rock Mercury. DJ Trauma says, yeah, I truly didn't think about the different aspects. Yeah, it really depends on what they're leaving. I mean, if, if they were pregnant and they're leaving for maternity leave and they give me two weeks, I would probably, like, what I would do, like, especially if they've been with me for a while, I would still tell them to, tell them to go home the same day. I would make sure they're paid for that two weeks. So they can, if they need, if they need to take paternity leave, then what's two weeks extra? Like that's gonna be good for them. They they'll be happy to go home early, and to prepare for the baby they're having or take care of the baby, whatever they're doing, whatever the situation is. They they'll be happy to have two paid weeks off. So that's what I would do, depending on the employee. Um, Brittany Lake says your food be sounding good. Lol. I just made this real quick. <laughs> Brittany says, just wrote a grievance to go back to work after being sexually harassed. I can't say the word. Mm. Wow. Wow. First of all, first of all, I'm sorry that happened to you, but that's terrifying. Um... And I don't know what a grievance is. You say you wrote just for a grievance to go back. So you wrote a petition to go back? Like you're asking them to take you back in? Hopefully the situation is resolved to where you won't be in a hazardous position anymore. That is like so scary. To be essentially harassed. Um, Breezy Woo says, hey, sweetheart. How you doing today, love? I'm doing so good, Breezy. Thank you for asking. Eating my final bite of rice. Rice pizza rice. <laughs> um, Yo, it's Zero says, How do you feel with me describing your music as beautifully chaotic? I loved it. Thank you. Yeah, my music is... I mean, the thing is, is that, like, yeah, a lot of my songs are chaotic because I wrote them in, like, the most depressed, 
um, disturbed space I've been in in my life where I was being abused in a relationship, my ex-relationship, and I was trying to make myself make my way out of it. So the music was very chaotic and heartbreaking in ways. Um, but the new music, I mean, this new album is going to be chaotic too. But the next album is hopefully in a more peaceful space that matches where I'm at right now. So that's why I said it's from the soul. Like, the only reason my music was chaotic, or has been thus far, is just because of where I was mentally, and where I've been mentally. Um, mostly where it evolves. Brittany Lake says, yeah, it's Ford Motor Company. Essually. No, Brittany, I can't say that word because it's um TikTok, you know. They're trying to ban different words. But I say I see the word though. Um T Brown says, most people give two weeks notice so they can train someone for their job. That's I respect that too. It just depends on why they're leaving. If they're going to train somebody, them, but they're not going to a competing company, I can handle that. It all depends on why they're leaving. People get very manipulative when they're about to leave somewhere because they're like, well, I won't be coming back here. Let me do what I want to do. Let me be reckless. And I just don't want that to happen to what I've worked hard for. But I do understand that. If they're doing it to literally train somebody else, I appreciate that. Um, TJ Trauma says, I enjoyed your short conversation, our short conversation. Um, Brock, always nice to catch you on live. I gotta run. Talk soon. Thank you, TJ Trauma. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for being a trauma tech, um, physicist. And yeah. I appreciate your contributions to today's live. Reza says, Rocky, how are you? I'm doing very well. Very well. Just drinking some juice. About to go on a beautiful walk. It's gorgeous outside right now. So I'm going to shut this live down. And I'm going to come back on here in a moment and go on a walk with you guys. So final question I'll answer. Reza says, do you miss California? Um, I'm from Los Angeles, born and raised in California. I'm in Houston, Texas right now. Do I miss California? California is a big place. Do I miss LA? No. I don't. Um... Yeah, I'm, I don't really... I'm, I'm really happy where I'm at. I'm very, very happy. I still have my house in LA, but I don't... I'm good. Like, I don't know when I'll go back to California. I don't know. I'm over it. It's a little bit too hectic there. I've been living my best life here, so... Not sure. So I don't really miss it. Maybe I will in the future, though. 223 Phoenix says, You be doing your thing, bro. Living your best life. Big ups. Thank you. I sure do. 
Angel says, see you soon. That's right. I'll be back in, back in a second. Um, Flock says, are you slime or 4KT? What does that even mean? I don't know what that means. I have no idea what that means. No idea. How do you find, how do you find your meaning? Um, I was born with my meaning. <laughs> like, I, there's somebody that was at the gym that was talking about like, oh, they had to find their purpose and the purpose of life or living from this imaginary God or whatever that they worship. Um, and they were trying to like use that as an example to be religious. And I'm like, I don't need religion to find a purpose for life. Like, we're alive because we're alive. Doesn't doesn't have to be a bigger picture. We can just enjoy what we're what we're in, the moment we're in. It's not too deep, you know? Re uh, Reza says, good for you. I lived around the Bay Area. So expensive to live. So expensive. Over here, it's much more affordable, but in way, in way nicer. Like, that's the biggest part. Like, besides the affordability, it's beautiful here. And I love the vibe. Um... So, yeah, I'm happy. I'm not going anywhere. So, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> but I may go on a road trip at some point just to go like to LA for a moment for work or something. We'll see. But I don't really want to. Flock says, have you ever felt lost at any point in your life? Yes, absolutely. Very much so. I mean, when I, first, when I felt the most lost, I read a book called New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. And that helped to put things in perspective. But there's other books and other things that can help as well to put you in a space where you recognize the macro, um, the macro possibilities in my um, mental frame of life. So when you feel lost, you have to reconnect with yourself and it's not an external thing, it's all internal. You have to go internally to find to find yourself when you're lost. It's nothing external you can do. So alright, that's it for now. I'll be back to go live on my walk. Thank you so much, Rockers and Mercuryans, for rocking with Mercury. Um I'm gonna drink this juice as I go through the day. <laughs> but I will see you all soon. Angel says, great author. Yeah, Eckhart Tolle is an amazing author. I like to read his, I like to hear him read his own books too. I've read it myself, but I like to hear him read. It makes me very like, calmed. It helped me a lot. Like I was super stressed and depressed before that book. And I mean, I've had stress and depressed moments afterwards, but like not nearly as bad as before I read that book. I've read it like 20 times, but it's a short book. But it's worth, it's worth it. It's worth the read. Eckhart Tolle, New Earth. And then the other one is called um, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. That's great, too. All right, Rockers and Mercuryans, have a beautiful day. I'll see some of you guys again in a moment when I go walking. Bye.